Hey, Alexa, what crap did John Hicks say this week on the radio? I'm sure I don't want to hear it, but I'm interested to find out. Helping you solve the retirement puzzle. Welcome to The Retirement Solution with John Hicks. Here with John Hicks, I'm Jennifer Perry. We'd love to hear from you here on the Retirement Solution Podcast. You can always drop us an email with any questions for John at retirementsolutionradio.com. And have you had enough coffee today or is that still part of the detox that's going on, John? Well, I, I'm, I'm allowed a little bit of caffeine. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say I'm fully caffeinated. <laughs> I'm about half calf today. Half calf. Half calf. Yeah. yeah, that's how we're operating during the uh, 90 day challenge here on the Retirement Solution. And uh, today, John, we're going to talk about some of the different issues that could affect us. I think a lot of us are still trying to get used to the fact that we're in 2020, a whole new decade. And so today we're going to dive into some of the headlines that might affect us, not just this year but over the next several years. Now, obviously, with the uh, start of a new year, it's 2020 now. That means it's election year. But yeah. it seems like we've been talking about this forever. So Yeah, it feels like the, the, the election cycle has not ended since Trump was elected four years ago. <laughs> exactly. it's, it's, it's mind-numbing. Yeah. Either he, he was voted in, and then from that point in time, someone on the other side decided he should not have ever been voted in, and they've tried to kick him out of office ever since. So here we go into this year, and uh, 2020, and this is going to be another year, obviously, of unbelievable political headlines. We're going to hear all kinds of things this year. All of the never Trumpers are going to come out and they're going to tell their piece and all of the people that realize that maybe, maybe, just maybe Trump's done some pretty darn good for this country. What? Maybe. maybe, What? I'm not hearing about this. Weird. What? What? Something good? Some good media? Oh, yeah. But when you look at the economy, when you look at the state of how the country's going, when you look at GDP, when you look at the things that have been trying to get orchestrated with our international trading partners and the fact that we are finally getting on more equal footing with the rest of the world. When you look at how we've grown businesses and jobs, when you look at the unemployment rate, guys, things are pretty good. Now, I understand the president has sometimes the ability to, mm, let's just say, offend a handful of folks and (laughs) or maybe just, you know, say things a little bit differently. I get that. But when you look on paper at what the president's accomplished, it's pretty impressive. But we're not that's not going to stop those political headlines this year. And I think that's going to shape really. I think that may shape the next decade, Jennifer, uh, because in, in this upcoming year, people are going to make a choice. They're either going to go with more good economic situations, even though I know most of us don't love the tweets or they're going to choose someone different. And that will probably unravel the actual fiber of our country. No, I'm being facetious. I'm kidding. No, <laughs> I'm not at all. But, but the idea is that they're going to potentially change things if they vote him out. But I think there's a, probably a bigger piece of the puzzle this year. I think what's going to affect a lot of us, especially those thinking about retirement or saving for retirement or those of us that are in retirement. And Jennifer, that's going to be the unbelievably super low interest rate environment that we find ourselves in. Ah, uh, yeah. This is going to be probably the biggest piece of the puzzle that really not everyone knows how to fit the puzzle pieces around it. When you look historically, Jennifer, about what you know fixed income income is paid. It wasn't that long ago when we could go to the bank and get five or 6% on a CD. Right. Or we could find a, an attractive uh, short duration bond that paid maybe six or 7%, which was pretty attractive. But with interest rates as low as they are, it makes it hard for almost 
all of those retirement theories, those economic theories about how much we can spend in retirement, makes them really hard to work. Mm -hmm. Because for instance, Jennifer, uh, years and years and years ago, when they talked about the idea of how much can we spend from what we've saved, and they came up with this idea of the 4% rule. I think most of us have heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. The 4%, what they said is, okay, hookah, 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 you save a whole bunch of money. Let's say you got a million dollars and you can take 4% from that bucket of money and you should still be fine, even if your money uh, has to deal with inflation, Mm -hmm. 40 grand a year. But today, that is not the case at all. As a matter of fact, when you look at uh, Professor Wade Fowle, when you look at the Center for Economic Reform, when you look at the Retirement Research Center in Boston, any of those groups, what you find is it's no longer 4%. Because back in the day when they created the 4% rule, you could actually get treasury bonds that paid 4.5%. So amazingly, now that treasuries are paying less than 2% for the most part, now they've forced that number to not be 4% anymore. It's about 2.8%. So Jennifer, the reason why this is going to be a problem and it's going to be really crippling for a lot of folks that don't know how to manage this is that if you've saved a million dollars, congratulations, you can pull out $28,000 a year and hopefully not run out of money in the future. (laughs) But how long has it been since most of us have lived on $28,000 a year? Wow. Unbelievable. I know. And so this is if you're a millionaire. No, so this is where I have to come back on this. Yeah. This is if you're fortunate enough to be a millionaire. You have a million dollars saved, a 401k or IRA or, or savings. That's if you're a millionaire. So if you have half of that, you have $500,000, which believe me, that's a ton of money. $500,000. You have $500,000, you get a whopping $14,000 a year to live off of for the rest of retirement. So I think this is going to be what's really going to shape things over the next decade. Now, guys, don't freak out. Uh, unless you are only committing yourself to only invest certain ways. There are all kinds of strategies that are available to any of us where we can potentially get a much higher income stream from our savings, but they're not right for everyone. But if we're fearful that these interest rates may stay low for a while, but we really need to live off of more than 2.8% a year, I promise you, you're going to have to seek out alternative opportunities to create income. And I don't care what they are. Maybe you're going to take some money and go buy a bed and breakfast. Um, Or maybe you want to go ahead and invest in a car wash uh, and just earn money from that way. You know, I actually have a lot of clients that used to invest in Texas Roadhouse. Oh, okay. And and they actually got some really great returns off that. No, I understand that you can't do that anymore. But the point to me is how can we make an investment that will keep paying us in future generations? Okay. That's really what we're talking about. Uh, But unfortunately, it's not going to happen if we just have our money in normal mutual funds and stocks and bonds. Now, making the challenges even more interesting is a headline I saw in USA Today recently, John. They say corporate pensions head for extinction. Yeah. I'm not sure this isn't really news to us here on the show. We've been talking about this for years, right? Yeah. And it's pretty uh, you know daunting when you kind of look at this. So as we know, most of us would love the idea of a pension and very few of us have those anymore. Uh, but right now, even those pensions that are out there, guys, nearly two thirds of them are considering dropping their guaranteed benefits, period. That's unbelievable, especially when, when you look at it, 73% of pensions closed up uh, between 1986 and 2016. So we're limited, very, very limited on those of us that are going to have a guaranteed income stream when when we retire. But I think probably one of the bigger issues about this, this article, Jennifer, as I was looking through it, is that not only were they talking about these pension funds, you know, closing up, now the real fear is the ones that are still out there 
are they going to have enough money to pay their retirees? Right. And that's what makes me very uncomfortable. And this is called, uh, what, they, what do they call this? The unfunded pensions, mm-hmm. where the, the corporation, yes, they still say they're going to honor these commitments. But realistically, because of the age of the people that they have out there and the amount of money they have to spend every year for someone that's not even an employee there anymore, they don't have enough money to do it. Yeah, and GE so, is a perfect example of that in just this last year, John. Absolutely. And if you look at General Electric, they basically said, hey, those of you that have pensions of 100,000 people, they said, we're going to buy you out. Uh, We're going to buy you out so that we don't have to pay your pensions going forward. And then on top, those are people that just haven't taken them yet. And there's nearly 21,000 people that are salaried pensioners. They're trying to do the same thing. They're trying to figure out how they're going to shore up their books because they cannot afford to keep paying people if they live to be as old as Betty White. You know, and if you think about it, you know, if you if you worked there, if you started working at General Electric when you were 25 and you retired when you were 65, so you were there for 40 years, 40 good years. But if you live to be 125, then that means that you get benefits for almost twice as long as you paid in. Right. And, and it's very hard for companies to do it. Guys, it makes sense, right? It's hard for them to do that. Um, but that's going to create an issue. So if you don't have a pension, that's just basically like most of us. However, there are some things that we can do, some strategies available to us where we can create our very own pension income stream if we want. There's pros and cons to all these things. You just want to look at all of your options because I'd say, Jennifer, probably seven out of 10 people I talked to, if they had the opportunity to turn their 401k money into a guaranteed pension, seven out of 10 said they would actually do that with a portion of their money. Yeah, it just takes the pressure off, you know? You know, you can go live knowing the check's coming in every month. Yeah. If you know that you're going to have to have after social security and after some other monies you have coming in, if you know for a fact you need 18 grand a year to live off of, why not go ahead and set it up where you're going to get $18,000 a year every year coming in like clockwork, no question about it. And then all of your other money that's used for growth can be doing exactly that to spend off more money down the road. Just one of dozens of different strategies that any of us can do. We just have to be aware of those questions to ask our people or questions to ask ourselves as we're going through the process. Have questions for John? Drop us an email at retirementsolutionradio.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through John Hicks, Kentucky Insurance License Number 998827.